You are listening to the Belty Muslim Woman podcast, episode number nine, with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamualaikum, everyone. How is everyone doing today? I am a little under the weather this week, so I may sound a little different. I apologize for that. But anyways, thank you so much for listening in. And I am so happy to be hearing your success stories. I am getting text messages from my friends saying, you will be proud of me. I made this decision today. Or the funnier is when they try to justify their purchase to me. They'll tell me they decided to make this purchase, but this and this was the reason why they decided to go with the more expensive stuff as if I will judge them. I definitely will not judge you, my friends. I just want you to be more aware of the decisions that you are making and just be aware and just know if the purchase that you are making is something that you want to purchase and if it's worth it for you. If it is worth it for you, I am very happy for you. So absolutely no judgment from me. And I love getting questions about people increasing their 401k contributions, learning what 401k is, and especially making wills. That's really important. And I've been getting some questions about real estate planning as well or, or real estate investments. And I will try to get more into that in uh, later episodes. Today, we will start discussing investing and we will go over some basic terminology and some basic concepts in investing. Went in a pretty good order that I had in my mind. Uh, first, we discussed what our beliefs were about money and why we want to spend money or not spend money on certain objects. And then discussing budget, personal finance, that's really important. You first need to save money, save money and spend less in order to know, in order to expand your wealth. And also some really important concepts like life insurance and estate planning, which are super duper important. And then retirement planning and emotions. Emotions is actually very important when it comes to finance. 80% of all this is emotions and 20% is the knowledge. Most of us have the knowledge that we need. It's the emotions that keep us back from either saving or from either spending or from investing. We tend, People tend to go on shopping sprees when they are feeling down and we want to learn to be in control of our emotions and not let our emotions dictate our lives. So that was really important concept as well. And today we will start talking about the stock market a little and where to go from here. But the most important thing is to do this at your own pace. Do not rush into anything. Do not rush into any get-rich schemes. Do not go purchase stocks that you are not familiar with. Take time to read, ask questions. I should have my website up running very soon and I will have a list of all the books that I love and recommend. You can start off with a mock portfolio, which is you, there are many mock portfolios out there where you start with, they give you fake hundred thousand dollars to invest and you go and buy stocks and you see how it does over a time period i was lucky to have this option during high school uh, most kids do not learn 
all this financing stuff when they are in high school or colleges. So I, I was lucky that we did this back when I was, I think, in 10th grade. I think I, I decided to take an economics class and that's where we learned. It was not required, but I just took it as an elective to learn more. So when I moved here, I, I moved to the U.S. when I was 12 or 13 years old and I uh, came from like this really tiny village in Pakistan and I didn't know a word of English. I didn't even know the alphabet. So at that time, I was so desperate to learn, especially I think for me, it was mainly language first. I was so desperate to just learn English and to be able to understand people. But later, I wanted to have conversation points and I just wanted to learn and be knowledgeable and be able to talk to people. So I just took so many random classes. I could have graduated from high school much earlier, like over a year before, like a year and a half earlier. But I just decided to take these random classes, including photography and music and so many other things. And then I ended up doing the same thing in college. I ended up majoring in uh, economics, but I could have majored in so many other things. And I had a couple of minors, including philosophy. So it was just like a desire, desire to learn and I think more of a desire to fit in that just pushed me on taking extra classes. And even in college, I could have finished much earlier, but just decided to take my time and learn. Anyways, that was just a random rant. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but carrying on. So with stock market, just learning to do a mock portfolio online, um, I will try to find some resources and share with you where you can do that. And also just starting to invest a little money, money that you are comfortable losing. There are so many options now, um, such as Robinhood, you can buy stuff for free. Um, these Back when I was doing it in college and uh, high school, it was so expensive. You had to pay commission fees for each purchase that you made. It was like $10, $12 per purchase that you were doing with E-Trade. And it, it was just really difficult back then and really expensive. But now there are so many options. And then another app is the Acorn, where they basically just invest your change. Uh, so we end up using credit cards, uh, debit cards for everything these days. And uh, what they do is when you make a purchase, whatever the change is le left over, they invest it for you. So even starting there, where you are not investing a lot of money, but just getting comfortable with the idea of investing. And again, this should be only the money that you are absolutely comfortable losing for now. Okay, so to start off with investing, what does it mean to invest? Well, the basic definition is to expend money with the expectation of achieving a profit or material result by putting it into a financial scheme, either buying shares, stocks, or investing it in property, real estate, or any other commercial venture. Uh, basically, it just means you are putting your money where it, it'll grow. So you can have your own business where you are putting your money into. You could be investing in education if it's going to give you a better job, better salary options later on. Or you once you have a job, you have some extra money left over and you want it to grow. And you can invest it either by buying real estate or by buying companies, which is what stock market is. 
So we will first speak about stock market and options that are available there. So what is a stock? A stock is basically buying ownership of a company. So let's say you have your job, you are working and you don't have time to go create a brand new company, but you still want to take advantage of other companies that are growing out there. So for example, take Google, Apple, Facebook. These are all big companies with really smart people behind them who have started them. Now, you may not be able to start those big companies, but you can still take some advantage by buying part of those companies. So essentially, you are buying a share or a share of Apple, a share of or a share of Google, and you are purchasing part of these companies. The more shares you have, the more stocks you have, the higher your ownership of these companies is and it gets you a lot of benefits including having voting rights um, within these companies. Now once you invest how do you actually make money from purchasing a stock? Uh, The ownership gives two type of benefits primarily for uh, benefit wise. One is company may pay dividends out dividend dividend is when a company is making a profit then it will share its profits with its shareholders or from other or with other owners that is one way of how you make money from a stock uh, by getting dividends not all companies pay dividends and that does not mean that it's not a good company and that it's a bad investment a lot of times when the companies are growing when they are in the growing phase they need that extra money that extra crash that extra profit that they're making to invest into the company more and that helps the company grow and that will help appreciate the price of the company of each stock will appreciate so if you purchase a stock today of a company such as Google when uh, when a company just starts it the price is usually low it's called initial public offering and for example Apple when it first came out one stock was worth $22 so if you purchase 10 stocks you know you're putting in around $220 so if you purchased 10 shares of Apple in 1980 each being offered at $22, you would have paid around $220 for it. And today, each stock is worth around a little over $200, so around $204 today, I believe. And another thing that Apple did was Apple had around four four stock splits over the last 30 years. We will talk about what splits are in later episodes, but for now, so if you had purchased just 10 shares of Apple, put in just $220 into Apple back then, today you would have 560 shares of Apple company and that would be worth close to $115,000. So over 100K of investment you would have into Apple. And you, so basically your money would have grown as Apple has grown, grown over the last 30 years. That is what buying a stock is about. 
Now, is there risk involved with purchasing stocks? Well, yes, there is. Or we would all be out there buying the next Apple or the next Google. The risk is that if you buy in a company that may declare bankruptcy later, then you will probably lose all your money. It is hard to recognize the next uh, big company sometimes, so you really have to know what you are doing. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of these big companies do not just suddenly go out of business. So companies like Walmart, companies like IBM, or companies that have grown so much over the last years, Google will not just suddenly go out of business. These are the companies that are expanding into other areas and really growing so they won't just go so even though there is that risk involved it is still considered worth investing and buying these companies now how can you minimize the risk that's involved so one way is really buying a company that you are familiar with instead of just uh, not just reading an article that says oh this company is really great or just looking at one or two other factors such as the price earning ratio that's uh, something that a lot of folks look at and say this is a great company just based on that ratio but that is just one factor to purchase a company uh, one one stock you need to be familiar with and be able to read the financial statements that the company provides Warren Buffett is one of the richest i think he's the richest man actually but one of the person who has done very very well just by investing in other companies over the last uh, so many years and the main secret that he has is this is basically his full-time job he goes to his office and he is reading newspapers he's reading magazines about all these companies and he's analyzing their financial statements this is his full-time work he buys other companies as after doing very very thorough research and he does not recommend an average person to go out and buy any company. Another thing to keep in mind is that there is a lot of volatility in the short run. So if you look at any stock market graph, then you will see it's very zigzaggy lines. So the price goes up, the price goes down, the price goes up, the price goes down. But if you look at over the long term, over five year, over 10 year, over 15 year period, then for these companies that that have been successful, their overall line is going up. So another thing to keep in mind with this is that if you need to invest money for the short term, then do not put it in the stock market. If you um, are trying to save uh, for a house to buy over the next four or five years, then there is a likely chance that over the next four or five years, the market could be down and you may have, quote, lost money. So you do not actually lose money in the stock market when the price goes down unless you sell. Unless you sell at the, at the, at the time when the stock market is low, the chances are that the market will revive again and will go up again and the price will go up. So you have not actually lost the money, the stock value has gone down. 
So that's a very another important thing to keep in mind. A lot of people end up saying, "I lost, uh, you know, hundred thousand. I lost this much money in the stock market." You didn't actually lose it until you actually sell that stock at a lower price than when you purchased it. When you purchased it at. What are some other ways to reduce your risk when investing? Well, one is only invest in companies that you are comfortable with. Avoid penny stocks. That is something else I experienced with back in the day. Then avoid any options, commodities, uh, anything that you're not familiar with. Try to save your money from that. And then another thing is be a long-term investor, not a day trader. When you are buying stocks for days or for weeks or for hours, that's not investing. That's called gambling. You are thinking the market, the company will go up or shoot up over the next day or two days. That's not what smart investors. That's not what intelligent investors do. Real investors think of themselves as、um, committed owners of these companies. They believe in the business and they want to. Buy a piece of that business that they share their values with and that they want to grow with. They buy the companies for the long term, and the stock market can go down, can go up over the next couple of days, couple of weeks, or even even some years. But over the long run, over the fifteen twenty years, most likely the good companies are、uh, going to go up, and that's how you will make money. Also, do not make big financial decisions out of fear. People may tell you, "Oh, the market is going to crash, and you should sell." No, that may not be the best time to sell. You will definitely lose money if you are selling at a low point. And people out there who are actually buying at this time, they consider it or they call it that as the market is on the sale or the stocks are on sale right now or during that time frame. So do not make decisions just out of Fear when you are making big selling and buying. Remember, this is a market. A market is where you have buyers and sellers. It's just like you are going into a market or a big shopping area, and you will have people selling things, and then you will have people buying things. And the prices you will buy at a price that sounds good to you. And the seller will sell at a certain point, based on what makes、uh, sense to them. So there are always buyers and sellers in the stock market, just like a regular market. So the money that you are losing, it's not going to the house. It's not like gambling in Las Vegas, and the house always wins. The money is there; it's in the market, but it's just that the price. Of the stock that you have purchased has gone down, and it it may or it will when the market revives, it'll go up, and you your money will still be there. You still have the same number of shares in that company. So do not make any big decisions out of fear. You will not lose more money than you have invested in the market. Unless you have taken out a loan to invest, which you should never do, so it's only the money that you've invested that has、uh, that you have chance of losing if the if the company goes out of market altogether, declares bankruptcy, and this is why diversification is very important. You should not be putting all your money into one company or into one spot. You should have diversification of your money. All right, my friends. I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening in. 
Until next time, inshallah, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.